Welcome to Divine Intervention from Dark to Light. I'm your host, Karen Young, and the purpose of my show is to gather experience and give voice to the untold stories of the divine and have the divine intervene in your life and made a difference. I have questions. Have you ever experienced a dream or wonder or warnings? Divine healing, felt intuition, touched by an angel, near-death experience, or had a vision resulted into the divine intervention? If so, I would love to hear from you uh, at 188-627-6009, at 188-627-6008. And uh, today's um, uh, topic, and I also want to say something, something as well. This is a non-judgmental environment. This is a healing space. Telling your story can possibly heal yourself and others. This is a, and there is a higher calling on your life. I just like to always say that there is always a higher calling on your life. So tonight, a topic uh, that I would like to discuss, and uh, I don't want to be a down or anything, but this was on my heart, and this is what some of, you know, America and all over its experience is depression slash mental illness. And uh, I want to say mental illness is uh, go hand in hand if the depression don't let up. So I just want to talk about this subject tonight because I'm touched uh, with it through my family. I've been depressed, you know, in times in my life. And I, and I know the audience that's listening, the listeners, the divine listeners has been depressed or know someone, if you haven't been depressed, you've been down. And uh, I just want to talk about this, you know, this subject about depression and how I handle it. I'm no doctor. I'll never say I'm a doctor, but I, I'm also, I'm a spiritual teacher. So whatever I'm learning and what, whatever helps me and if it could help someone lighten their depression, I'm going to, I'm going to say what helped me and whatever you can use, uh, use it, whatever you can't use, uh, you know, throw it out the window, you know, and that's what I do. I do it in all my readings of self-help books, whatever I'm reading, whatever I'm looking at a video or, or whatever information I'm getting, even in the spiritual, uh, self, whatever it is that I'm, uh, trying to, uh, gain knowledge or understanding about. I always see what resonates with my spirit. What resonates with my spirit may not resonate with your mix. It doesn't make anybody right or wrong. It's just what's happening with you right now. What's resonating with you in your body and in your spirit at that moment. It may be different times where this was resonating and at a time in your life where another time in your life it's not. So if it's resonating with you and you can agree with it or anybody can get help from it, fine. You can't, then you know, move on. And uh, but I, I just always give my experience and what's going on. And I want to say, you know, in my family, my mom has been depressed in her later years. Uh, she's passed on, and my father. And uh, I just want to say, you know, uh, when you have uh, depression in your family, the people that you're dealing with that's depressed or 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 mental ill or whatever, they really are not themselves. They really are not. And you really, you do take it personal because it's happening to you if you're a child or if you're a family member that's dealing with depression or mental illness. It seems personal, but it's not. That person is going through something um, that they're dealing with and they don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to deal with these feelings. And then the depression can turn into mental illness, believe me, if it's not treated and I just say, if you are depressed and you're to the point where you can't get up or you can't move or you can't get from your bed, you need to see someone, uh, a professional. Uh, I believe in seeing someone. I believe in, you know, seeing someone professional. And my way of thinking, guys, in my perspective, uh, I, I'm a spiritual person. I believe in God, but I also believe God put all these people down for a purpose. That means the psychiatrists, the doctors. Whoever is in the help field, I believe that they had a purpose down here, too. And so while I'm going through whatever, it could be the hospital or my depression, I seek out help, but I pray at the same time. And sometimes people have a difference with that. You know, if you, you're spiritual, you're not 
supposed to, uh, you know, you got all kind of gurus are saying that, you know, probably that you need to just stay spiritual and let God do it. To me, God is in everything. Okay, let's just break it down that way. God is in everything and in everybody. And he used everybody and, and everybody for a different purpose. So the psychiatrist or the psychologist or the counselor that you see, and God is using them as well. So I just pray for the right one for me at that moment. So let's get that out right now, that if you are depressed or have mental illness and you need to seek someone out, you and you're, you know, and you're praying and you're a spiritual person, doesn't mean that you don't seek nobody out. And so that's, you know, that's what you do first. Pray for the physician that you're going to seek out, that he can help you, give you insight. And that's how I do it. I don't know how someone else do it. That's what I did when I was in the hospital. I prayed for the best doctors that was going to do my surgery for my appendix that erupted in the fall. So that's kind of how I do it. But now I'm just going to talk about the spiritual part. But if you need anything other than that, above it, go ahead and and um, get seek help that you need. And so, so like I said, with my family, it you know, um, this had gone on with my father and my mother, you know, and some family members. And the thing is, I want to get you know to know that those people, like I said, my father. I mean, and this happened at different times, where it's where my father was depressed, my mother wasn't, and that's good. And uh, he was an epilepsy. He uh, had um, seizures, or epilepsy, the way, you, whatever you want to call it. But he had it a lot. So that messed with his mental um, capacity to be himself. And then led on some depression. And the medication that people take sometimes uh, have depression on them too. It can lead to depression. It can help, but sometimes med- the medicine helps, but it hurt at the same time, if I'm making sense. Just like chemo, it can, you know, uh, fight the cancer, but it's killing something else. With my father, he uh, had the medication, and to me, he still had seizures. It it, mild, it made it milder. It, made, it helped calm him down because um, before, my mom said he had like 15 a night. So um, that was quite a lot for my mom to deal with. And then the person that's dealing with the, a person that's depressed or got a problem, they, you know, can become sick. So you got to take care of yourself if you're a helper or somebody that you're helping. Okay. And so that went on in my household. He didn't have 15 a night when I came around, but I was, I've was known that he, I knew that he had seizures. So he wasn't always a nice person. Uh, he never, he wasn't always himself. He was kind of quiet, but in, I felt like in some sort of depression and, um, and on medicine, on medicine and, you know, not really himself, like vibrant, like people might have fathers that say, you know, how you doing? And, 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 you know, good morning, daughter, stuff like that. He, he had, uh, seven daughters. He had, um, four sons and he didn't discriminate. He didn't treat nobody. He just didn't speak a lot. He was kind of quiet, and if he did, it was, you know, about discipline. So um, the mental illness, you can tell that this set in, too, because he uh, was kind of mean, too. And so I know a little bit about the depression and stuff like that, and I'm just saying I know of my own experience and different family members. Uh, and so the concept is, uh, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, when you talk and you say this is in the family, people say, okay, it's, it's down in the family. But this constant conversation, you always fear that, you know, you will have it. You will have the depression uh, or the mental illness that's going on with your family. You know, you pe- people talking about it. You hear about it. They say, yeah, you can always, it's in the family. It's in the blood. It's in the, you know what. But I always still say that conversation, that talking, uh, you'll always hear me saying words is powerful and vibrations and all that, even in this. It got to my family where, you know, if you depress, you know, that means that, you know, this is going to be a, a long term thing. It's all in, in your talking, in your conversation. Not saying that it ain't true. They are depressed and and it, and it can, you know, be in families. That, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying promoting it. And you don't know you're promoting the depression 
and other family members that's listening. And, and I'm just saying you have to kind of alter your conversation because I had to find a reason why I know it because it happened in my family about mental illness in a conversation where the group of us that I grew up with, we always heard, you know, what mental illness in the family, it's depression. We, we could possibly have it. Our kids could get it, or it's another one that's depressing the family or, and then it just seemed like it was a domino effect when we talk like that. And you start believing that even though you're not, you, you will be, um, privy to this conversation. You start believing that, you will have that mental illness and that depression. What I'm saying is it is real and it is, I'm just saying what happened in my family and happens in a lot of families where we talk about whatever people, you know, they know that they are having cancer or whatever. You may not have it. You can hear that and have it, but you automatically think, okay, I'm, I'm not saying don't get tested, but don't automatically think that it's going to be you necessarily can have it. Yes. It may be. It is people right now that talks about, Things in their family, and they'll go and they'll cut both of their breasts off. And they ain't even got it. They probably wasn't even going to get it. Reason why I'm using the cancer thing—that's kind of a cancerous conversation with the depression that you're going to be mental ill and you're going to have the same symptom. Even if you did get depressed, it may not last as long as that other person. What I'm saying is, the conversations that was going on in my family, and it was poisoning you know my nieces my nephew and everybody was fear and you know what I'm saying living in fear about something that you may get and even if you got okay say I did I did get depressed and then you're thinking oh wow now I'm I'm doomed because this this depression might turn into mental illness now I can't if it's you're not aware of it and it's not kept but anyway uh, it was in my family the mental illness in my family because you know, because of the father and what he, you know, had trauma to his brain, which he's a good father. He did raise us. He worked. But I'm saying that part of it, he was sick sometime with 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 the, the seizures and stuff like that. And you could see it and he can be abusive when he was kind of, you know, on the medicine and not being himself and depressed. And I just wanted to talk about depression and mental illness and how, you know, that it is a problem. Then, you know, we don't always talk about or people don't always want to talk about people are walking around depressed now because of their jobs or for whatever reason. That was my my depression uh, story uh, when I was older. But I'm talking about right now. I want to talk about depression of what's going on now. What's happening now? People losing their jobs. People are not at work uh, on unemployment or don't have employment or don't have no income. Or, or all things that's going on now can cause, and a lot of people are in depression, don't know they're losing their business. They started out, everything was booming, and this is taken away from them. And so we sink in a depression, and we think that that's all that's happening, that's going to last forever, and, you know, and nothing is going to, and if you keep, you know, sinking in that depression, you're going to stay in it, and it can turn into mental illness. And I'm not saying it ain't real. Like I said before, go to the doctor's hospital. But what I'm saying to you is there's a pattern within you. Uh, why are you depressed? And you, you know why you're depressed. It's sometimes you don't have to figure out, I, I lost my, my business. So you lost your business. You lost your thing. You know, everything that's happening to you has gone wrong. And you're depressed. You're there. You're not denying that you're there. And this, this I'm never not with all my positive speaking over, uh, over my, um, my episodes and all I talk about is positively. No, I'm not saying that, you know, when I mean be positive, you're in that state where you are positive. But when you're in that state where you depress, it, it is a real thing. I, so my thing is always, always be aware of the. That's the first thing. Be aware of it. Be aware that I am depressed, not putting no, you know, positive nothing on the, on the band-aid on nothing i lost my business i lost my child i lost you know whatever somebody got killed whatever that made you depressed it should make you depressed and and, and by right you should feel what you're feeling and so and that's what we're here to say is feel what you're feeling and and feel it fully and that's another thing. We, we, we depress so much stuff. We don't want to feel it. So we, we drink over it. We do drugs over it. 
we do everything that we we just don't want this feeling as if feeling can kill but it does feel like it at the time it do feel like it can kill you it hurts whatever you're depressed about and it's going to always be one thing it'd be a combination lost my job and lost my child and lost my house it'd be a lot of things going on at the same time but at the same time all this going down you have to feel what it is that you're feeling and I know people don't understand that, but you do have to feel it. And people that it's happening to, they don't want to feel it. So they turn everything else on. Like I said, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is, to not feel whatever that's going on. And the more you feel it early on, what's going on, what's going on now, it, it kind of moves through you naturally. But if you suppress it, get into it and stay into it, it becomes part of your, your dominant. Uh, I say vibration, but in the beginning or whatever, uh, all these things happen. Yes, you should feel this way. I'm just saying. So you need to feel it, uh, get help or whatever it is that you need to get, release it. But I'm telling you, the work is always with you. Even when you go to a psychiatrist, that's why it always come back to you. And that's where the spiritual talk is with me. You can go to the psychiatrist and talk it out. And I'm not saying they don't help you. Whatever they do help you. But when you lay down in bed, it's still you. So I always bring it back to us and, and the spiritual part of God within us. That's couched within us on the spiritual part. So when you have these types of things happening to you, you have to go back to you. And you got to go with the feelings that's currently going on at that time. I lost my job. Yes. I uh, lost my child at the same time. Yes. All this, I God, I can't take no more. And, you know, you do need to pray and get into it. But you need to also feel. My thing is feel the feeling. Feel the feelings that you're feeling. And uh, I always say, I mean, for helpful. Like I said, this is my, if, it, if this doesn't work, you know, prayer works all the time. But um, when you get your help or whatever you need to get help, you have to, to me, it, you have to get to yourself in those feelings to work those feelings out. And on a daily basis, you have to check in. So you have to uh, in, embrace whatever that's happening to you. And by I mean embracing, I'm not saying this is a good feeling. I'm saying knowing and being aware all the feelings that's in your body, um, in your mind, spiritually, everything. And you have to sit still and you have to meditate. And I know you I always press meditation because the outer world is always filled with everything. All the things that's going on, the outer world is filled. All you got is your mind. I'm just going to tell you like that. That's all your possession is your mind. And if you don't feel like you, you're losing that in your depression, then you don't feel like you, you're in. And, and, and when you depress, your mind be racing. You know. I've been depressed before where it just didn't look like I nothing made sense. You didn't feel like myself. I've been there. But that was when I was younger and I, I learned how to deal with uh, my feelings and depression now. But I'm just saying if you don't go through it uh, in the beginning, you won't know. And that's why I understand if people are depressed and don't know what to do. They, they, their thoughts are racing faster and faster. And they're at a state where, you know, you don't even feel like your body. You don't feel that's why you're drinking. You're drinking to feel. You don't know how to feel because it's been gotten to that point. So when it's gotten to way over the point, you need to go on and get uh, serious help. But if you get in the beginning states where you can still, you know, feel yourself and feel what's going on with you when it just happened, it's good to get it early. When, when even when it went further, you can still. I always have that God. It's it's in all of it. The, the divine is in all of it. You can catch it at any time as far as I'm concerned. But I'm just saying, if if even if you caught it and it was looking like it was hospitalization, in your mind, you still be praying and still putting it in God's hand even then. So, so say you depressed, you did all these things. Uh, this happened to you right now. I lost my job in the corona. I, I um, also um, lost my husband or... You know, my kids are with relatives, whatever it is. And so you're the person that have it. But you have to feel those feelings. Like I'm saying, you have to become quiet and extract from all things TV, you know, and I, and I do say it. 
TV, cell phones. It's hard to, you know, distract yourself, but you need to distract yourself from the outer and go inner. And I always still, and I always say it because that's where the depression is. That's what you're feeling. You being aware. Now the person, uh, that's feeling it, you're feeling it, but you're observing your body, you're observing whatever it is, that changes it when you know you're observing it. You're saying, okay, I'm feeling these feelings, but who's feeling it? The spirit that's within you is feeling it. That's how you know you're observing it. You're observing everything. You're observing, when you observe, you're observing your body, but you, you got to put the work in. You have to put the work in. It's just not not going to go by itself. You have to be still within yourself. You do have to take time out to find out what's going on with you in the depression. You have to find out what's going on with you. I mean, it's good to help. The outside help is good, but nobody can be your better teacher than you and the Christ and the uh, divine within you is the better teacher than anything. Nobody knows you better than yourself. You get advice from all kind of people, but you have to go within and you have to feel those feelings and they feel awful and you have to feel them and you take a deep breath and you breathing is, it's wonderful. I, I, it's just wonderful. If you can get all the breathing techniques and learn about all the breathing, I, I'm still learning about techniques, breathing, but just regular breathing or taking a deep breath and breathing in and out is wonderful when you're depressed or if you're upset about whatever it is you're upset about. So you take deep breaths and you get into your body, you get into your mind and you ask yourself, what is going on with me? Even though you know, and you ask, how can I deal with this? How can I deal with what is going on with me? Your reaction to what's going on, because what's going on you is not killing this. It's your reaction to what's going on with you. So you ask yourself, how can I deal with my reaction or what's going on with me? And even you have to ask prayer, ask God, or you can just talk and say, what is going on with me and how can I deal with it? You'll always get an answer. And sometimes you just pause as a question. It, it won't come up, but just knowing that you said it, you said it. How can I deal with what's going on with me with this problem or all these problems? And you say there. And you stay there and you stay there in a state where you just in silence. You ask the question, but you stay in a state where you're in silence. And you do this every day. You have to work with yourself every day and you will change. You will definitely get results. You say, oh, well, no, I, well, it's going to take time, but it's going to take you. And even you're even in the depressed person, you calling out for help from all the others, but the, the answers are inside of you. And that's what you do. You have to you have to work with yourself every day on a depression. And you do have to talk to people. You have to talk to your physicians or your friends or whatever. But mostly you have to deal with the feelings. If you just lost a loved one or whatever it is that's bothering you, you do have to spend time. People don't want to do it. It's easier to um, get distractions and everything else be on Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff that it's not helping you. And then you're steady talking to other depressed people that's telling you they're the same thing. Well, it is good to relate, but it's kind of, you have to kind of break up all that. That if they're not saying nothing that's uplifting you or saying, uh, you know, things that's going to get you in a better state in a better vibration, because your vibration will rise if you do this every day. If you if you pay attention to what's going on with you every day, it will rise. Your vibration will rise to a more positive state where you can see yourself clearly. Believe me. It would definitely rise. But all this other stuff that's around you that you're reading about, more people that's like you, that's got the same type of problems, it's good to relate, but don't stay on that. You, you, you need to talk to people that's going to get you come, coming out of it where you can see your way. And you can, another uh, technique is that you can uh, envision yourself out of it each day. When you're doing your meditations and when you just see yourself, I'm feeling better every day, even though it's not seeming like it's happening and working, just do it anyway. I'm getting better and better every day. 
You have to even write affirmations, write a script on how you're doing better and better. Look for ways to feel better and do better. You have to always be put yourself number one. If you want to get out of this depression, you know, you have to you have to do the work or whatever it is that we we're in. It's always us doing the work. But um, I just wanted to say, you know, it's a whole lot of people depressed out here for what, what for whatever reason, for the corona, for whatever reason that people are in mental illness uh, is present where you could just have a mental ill child. You don't know what to do with that child. You feel you facing that. And that child is tearing up things or doing things or you got a grown kids that's mentally ill, something that happened. It's a bad feeling. It's happened in my family. And it just feels it feels like, you know, I, was, you know. In my family, like, I don't even know how to help this person, you know. And at the time, um, things have came up in family members and stuff, I, you know, and I've been praying. And it just seemed like, you know, it it didn't help or it didn't work it, I mean, at the time. You know, it just seems like it's not hurting and, not, and but helping, but it is. It's always helping if you're praying for that person. And seeing that person doing better and better. But what I'm saying is in my family, we just talked about the illness and the depression. And it wasn't that, you know, we, we didn't know that we were making it worse. We didn't know that we was perpetuating it and um, what can I say, um, promoting it in a way where, and I know you, you probably don't understand what I mean, promoting it, meaning that you saying that this is going to happen to another family member. Oh, that happened to that one. This is going to happen. Just constantly. It's in the family. It's in the genes. It's in the... No, it's not. It don't have to be. You got a lot of possibilities with God. And you're choosing each moment the possibilities or the probability this can happen to you. This don't have to go down like this with you. It may have happened to a family member, a close family member. It happened to my father and later with my mother. And in her older age, she had a touch of dementia or whatever. And I was afraid. I'm like, oh, you know, uh, and a, a touch of um, depression on her. I saw. So I experienced it twice. I really was affected. I was younger with my father, but with my mother, as she got older, uh, depression had come upon her. Probably because of the life she lived. She had a kind of hard life, you know. And... Um, so when it happened to her, guys, I was saying, you know, because I was singing, we were singing those same songs, but until I got into a spiritual thing and stuff like that, I realized, I said, hey guys, but let me tell you, so what was going on with my mom and how petrified, and, and I'm glad that I was able to see so I wouldn't uh, scare another generation and put those thoughts in this generation with my kids and the generation that's around me. Okay, so uh, the thing was, uh, she had got um, uh, depressed and a touch of uh, dementia or whatever all the time. It wasn't, she did know us, but, you know, she's in her older age. But still, it, it's the same. It's mental illness and it's depression. That's why I'm talking about it. But anyway, she got where she wasn't herself and, you know, I began to pray. It just seemed like, to me, I was feeling like, you know, God was spelling me or something, you know, because I just didn't think this should have be happening to my mother, you know, um, but it was. And uh, she would come over different people's houses. She would come into my house, but she was, you know, not the same. She was d depressed. And I'm saying this could happen to me. We all, you know, that happened to the mom, that happened to dad, that depression could happen. And we still was talking and we was really fright. We were really afraid that this could happen to us as we get older or just to us as we get uh, depressed or whatever, mental illness. Because, you know, um, in the family, you know, different people and members and stuff it was happening with. And so, um and so I was afraid. I, I, I love my mother. You know what I'm saying? I really loved her. I felt helpless. And if you all, you know, love your mom and stuff like that, or this is happening to somebody, I, I understand, you know, it, whether it's uh, Alzheimer's or uh, whatever it is uh, that's plaguing mental illness or just drinking or drugs and just out of control or whatever it is that is, is, is painful. That's why I wanted to talk about it. It's very painful in a way where, you know, you feel like, I feel hopeless, you know. So they had took my mom to the, you know, hospital and stuff like that. And um, they put on Zoloft or I don't know. They put on some medicine. She was depressed. 
They were trying to calm her nerves and, you know, things. I don't know what caused the depression. And sometimes you don't know. I don't know what was going on. Maybe just older age or whatever. I don't know what, what was causing her depression. Just life or the, what, the life that she lived. Uh, just trying to raise children and whatever, finally. But whatever caused the depression, we don't always know. We don't always know what caused it. But what I'm saying is what I went through was I was thinking and the family was um, saying, you know, this this is with mama now and we're going to be depressed. And, you know, we ain't saying it out loud, but, you know, we are saying it out loud, but really secret, I mean, feeling that it's going to be us or or fearing that it was going to be us or our, our kids are going through the family with depression. And I, I don't know, um, it's another actress, a, a Hemingway or whoever they are. Uh, I don't know the actress, but I think it was just three generations where they told each other um, they committed suicide of depression. Then your grandfather committed suicide. This is what I'm saying. You're, uh, the father committed suicide and the son, and it was down to the, uh, the granddaughter. And I think she's an actress now, and she decided that it wasn't going to be her. This is what I'm saying. That kind of talk, that kind of uh, 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 persuasion, poisonous um, uh, promotion that families do, it don't have to be. The probabilities and the possibilities don't have to. It don't have to be because somebody committed suicide. You have to. They did it because the great grand. And the kids hear it. It can go down to history just like that. And so for some reasons, uh, when this was going on and years and years this going on and I became aware my awareness of this in our talk, in our conversation where it just kept on going. And it was kind of like not, you know, it was like a joke between like oh, who's going to be depressed, now? you know, not a joke, but, you know, it was a casual talk. And I realized that and I could see the older people and fear in some of the kids that was growing up. So it came to me very strongly. Uh, it came to me uh, what 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 my conversation is and and what our conversation is in family. And I told the family, I got the older brothers and sisters. I said, listen, I said, I know this. It's not that we're denying this happened to mom and dad and a couple family members and stuff. I said, but we're scaring the children with this kind of talk. I did. I said, me too, all of us. And I admitted that you know, just it was just a conversation that was, we had all the time. You know, it was like. A part of our family. We don't have no more. But uh, I'm just going to say what, you know, I, I I became aware. God had get, given me uh, the word to talk to my family. But I said, I'm going to have a meeting. I had more than one meeting. I said, listen, we can't talk like this no more. I know this has happened to dad and, 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 you know, partially mental illness with that. And mom, you know, she's older and it happened to her. We can't keep talking like this, that it'll happen to us. This is the next. Who's going to be next in this depression or mental illness? I said, we are scaring the kids around us. You say, well, um, that wouldn't, why would that stop? Yes, it will. People don't know their words are powerful and they come with vibration. And what you're saying uh, is very powerful because we're powerful beings and we, and we listen, we can receive it. Now, one can receive it and say, I, that ain't going to happen to me. That's that's good if they say that. Well, another person, a family member, is receptive. This, this happened to my granddad and my mom, or several family members. A person they can receive it and say, "I'm feeling depressed right now. Maybe I'll be mentally ill." And they they can keep thinking that, and and it'll become their reality. Okay, it'll actually become their reality because they thought about it, and they became depressed. When, I mean, when the depression did happen, it was just a mild depression, but they thought about it like I'm going to be just like the rest of them. They said it could happen to me, and I believe it. Belief is really uh, very powerful. It's very powerful, potent thing. And so I told my family, um, I said, listen, and I'm not saying this is a cure to all. I'm just saying just take it. If you want to take it to the ground or something, just watch your conversations when you're talking down to generations on what the negative family have, whatever it is, the kids are listening, the people are listening, and what you're saying, not saying deny the um, the problems that's going on in your family or the illness, I'm not saying that, but don't make it a, 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 a whole discussion of a family discussion like we did, constantly promoting it. 
It's like, yeah, that happened. And you put, you, you know, you, you, you're serious about that happening. You let them know, yeah, this is serious, but this don't have to happen to you. This don't have to be. Yeah, grandmama, great-grandmama, yeah, they, they had cancer. Yes, do check the cancer. I'm just saying, but it don't have to be your story. It don't have to be your children's story that all of us got to be depressed. But if you are, address it. And I'm not saying don't address it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying address it, have a family meeting on it, but don't have it part of the family thing. Uh, we used to be a family picking and talking about, you know, who's depressed and whatever. It was just a, a, a current thing. And I, I recognized that. I said, guys, we can't. We, we, we're saying that all these kids is going to be this way or they, they think and they're hearing it. They're fearful, whatever it is, they're feeling fear about it. And we're going to have to change our conversation. And they agree because they're, you know, we all from a spiritual family. We know that this can, and, and, and some family members say, we're just talking about it. Which I said, yeah, I understand we're talking about it. I understand we're discussing it. I said, but it's the way we're discussing it. We need to uh, kind of watch how we phrase things and how we talk about this because we're, our, our children are fearful of this, of mental illness that it may be happening and it's not even happening to them on that level. They may fear that it is and stuff like that. So we changed the conversation and that was years ago. We don't talk about it. We did. We intentionally stopped talking about it. It would come up, but I can't remember the last time we had a conversation on it. But it used to be like, you know, mental illness run through the family or as possibilities, such and such, you know, but now we don't. And I must say, the the, the um, generation that's up under me don't seem to have that angst. They don't. They don't talk about it. We don't discuss it. And um, not saying that nobody can't get depressed. That's not my thing. That's not what I'm saying. You know, we all can get depressed on it. But I'm just saying what went down in my family to just kind of say, you know, we all got to watch what we say, you know, say and how we say it. And if that can help anybody or any out there, uh, you know, to know uh, that your words are powerful in what you're saying and what you're saying to yourself, mostly. Let's get that, that conversation that you're having with yourself. Uh, if it's always, um, you know, uh, I'm going sick, I'm never going to get over this. I mean, that your thoughts are coming in and tell you, but the observer in you and the Christ consciousness know, know that that's not true, that it don't have to be. And that's why you got to get quiet because and get meditative mind. You will know that that observing you, that Christ consciousness in you, you will tell you the truth about it, that this is temporary like everything else is. That's the truth. This is temporary within you, that it won't last. And if it take you to your grave or happen, then it was supposed to happen in that form. But as long as you live and it don't have to be a part of your life, it don't have to take up and that. Uh, things and um, situations, circumstances are always changing. And to me, I'm a total optimist. And with God and spiritual, it's always changing for the best, depending on you and your relationship with God. If you always feeling like it's changing for the worse, then it can't get no better and it ain't going to get better. Then you're not you're not putting your faith in, in the spirit of God. You're not putting your faith in the divine that you know that has all things. So if all these things are happening to you, you can rebuild as long as you're living. You can get another job. You can get a better job, better position, better everything. And I mean that. Better store, better than it was before. But you have to be in that frame of mind. You have to be where you can receive those messages from God and those opportunities uh, to lift us out of the situation that we're in. You know. And um, if, like I said, if you're uh, so into it where you can't hear yourself, you know, do get the um, professional help that you need. But if you're where you, you know, you're depressed, but you can get to yourself and get still enough to hear God, get still enough to hear whatever it is that you're going through and feeling it, you know, it'll pass through you. Not saying it'll be gone, but each day. You'll feel better. You'll bring your vibration up higher and higher and higher. Will you get more ideals, more thoughts, more opportunities, and your your circumstances will change for the best. For the best. 
for the highest good. And that's where you're going for the highest good. So um, I just wanted to say that that was uh, part of my family. And that's how I did what I ended up dealing with myself uh, when I wasn't feeling, when I was depressed and things don't seem to go even now. Uh, I don't always have the best days, you know, it just seemed like, you know, some days I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I, you know, it just don't seem like nothing is going, you know, manifesting the way I want it or faster, whatever, whatever it is. I, depressed about whatever. But in the back of my mind, I, I got, I'm meditating every day. I know that this can shift. This will shift. And I'm meditating. I'm, I'm aware of what I'm, I'm saying in my conversation, even though I'm saying it. Sometimes I say it out loud. I can hear myself. And sometimes it goes on and on for days where I can, but that awareness, if you're meditating or if you're, um, you know, quiet, whatever way you do it, you don't have to be meditating. But if you're in a prayerful mood or you're in a grateful mood, even though things uh, are not the best, and I'll tell you another thing, gratefulness brings you out of it too. It's somebody always doing worse than you. Somebody always. And so uh, if you're a grateful person, do a grateful journal every day. Uh, thank God for what you have. And it may not be much. Whatever it is, thank God for that. Thank, uh, Be grateful for just being here, breathing, being healthy. If you're not healthy, thank, thank God for for you, the health that you have, your improved health. It's always a, a reason to be uh, grateful if you're living. And you say, what? It's always somebody doing worse than you. So um, that depression comes from, uh, if it's that um, type of depression that um, where you really can't uh, get on top of it, where your your thoughts are racing and stuff like that. That's the long term depression. That's why I'm telling you to kind of get into flow before it gets uh, into you. Those thoughts get into you and kind of control you, and you don't know from this from that. You don't know what thought from that because you haven't been dealing with yourself. You haven't been dealing with your feelings, and so. And even if it's gotten to that, you know that you can do this. You know that you can slow down, slow the brain down, slow everything down and and find the consciousness and find the light that's within you, which is that divine light. Shine light on that darkness, shine light on that depression and shine light on everything that's going on in the inside, because nothing can take place or change on the outside, if you don't do the work on the inside and you have to do the work, people say automatically, oh, um, you know, it could happen. Yeah, you can do you're going to have randomly things going on with you. You're going to be up and down. And that's all of us. But you're going to be more down because you don't know how to lift yourself up. But if you're a person, you don't even have to meditate. But if you're a person that's a positive person, some people don't even know about metaphysical or spirituality. They just know how to bring themselves up. That's perfect. Wonderful. You know how to bring yourself out of it for, and make yourself happy, listen to music, whatever. Fine, do that. That's still God. See, you, you, you can call it whatever, but, it, you know, that positivity and God is in the negative too. He's in all of it. See, there's no place God isn't in. I'm just going to say God is everywhere and in everything. That's why you can, you can reach him down, down in your depression. But you have to know he's there. The spirit is there. The divine is there. Divine is everywhere. And so um, I'm just um, giving you um, what I do. And uh, hopefully uh, you can slow down enough to, to meditate, pray, and uh, write your affirmation down that I'm getting well. I'm getting better every day. That's another thing, too. You can probably not even be feeling that way. But just write it anyway. Five or ten times. Every day I'm getting better and better. I'm getting better and better. Whatever that seems more realistic to you. You can't say uh, if you're feeling um, down and depressed, I feel great. I feel wonderful on top of the world. That's that's too insuspecting. It's not it's not realistic. The thing you would do is what feeling better thought on paper that can get you a little bit at a, a higher vibration. Say you're feeling down. You won't say, oh, I'm feeling uh I'm feeling wonderful. No, you that's not you, you're going to feel worse because you're, you're denying your feelings. No, you say I'm getting better and better, better and better. It's a better word. For coming out of it, 
coming out of the depression. So if you write it 20 times, I say write it over and over until you feel a difference. You may not even, when you get to start writing it, but you, you keep saying it, you keep, you feeling it, you're saying it, your hand is writing it. I'm getting better and better, getting better and better. Because you write it in present time, present tense. So that's another way to write yourself out of depression. Uh, you know, it's several ways. I, I mean, you can look it up and how you can get out of depression in several ways. I'm just giving you ways that helps me. When I was in the hospital, I was reading uh, books on right in the bed. Had a book right with me, a self-help book, a divine book or whatever to help me. Reading it right in the uh, hospital. Carried it with me. You can carry your Bible with you and read. God will reveal to you what you, you know, scripture to read. Whatever it is to come out of that darkness. Come out of it. Come into the new light. But it takes some time, you know, uh, step by step coming out of that depression. Or if you can help somebody else, you see them, you can tell them what I said. If they can receive it, if they're in the frame of mind of receiving it, okay. If they're not, then you, you know, you pray for them and see them, uh, in your meditation, visualize them better, whole, complete, and uh, with well-being. And that's the way you see them. If they're if they're not willing to do it, that's how you do it. That's how you pray for an individual that's in mental illness or in illness anyway. You pray for them. You see them before you. You say, Lord, they are whole. Lord, let them be whole, healthy. Have healthy well-being from head to toe. Bless, healed in the name of Jesus, whatever way you, but you're seeing it in your mindset. All this is powerful. And prayer is powerful among groups. You all know this, everything that I'm telling you know. But I'm just a reminder because I'm a spirit that reminds. So um, remind us of who we really are. In, in, in spite of any kind of darkness, any kind of depression, any kind of mental illness, you know, and I'm saying I have the answers. I'm just saying my experiences, what happened to me and me and my family and, and a lot of stuff, you know, I won't go into. But I must say that the family, they don't we don't talk about those things anymore. We don't even talk about the topic. You know, mama passed on a couple family members, you know, but. You know, we don't sit and have those depressing. And it's, it, it, it's not saying that nobody got depressed since then, I'm sure. But and not even that, that I'm slightly haven't got depressed. I know how to deal with it. I know that it's coming on. I know it's like, what have I been thinking about here lately? Well, you've been thinking about somebody um, just died. Your friend just died. It's nothing bad. Grief through it. That's not negative. That's not that's normal. You know, grieve through your uh, whatever it is you need to grieve through. If it's death, it may take longer. It depends on the what how your relationship with the person was, uh, whatever the situation is. If you you know loss of a baby, whatever it is, that that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying grieve through it, but when it, it looked like it's going over above, you know. The time and who says what it is. I'm not saying you won't grieve and grieve, but if you see yourself going into a state where, you know, I'm, I'm just really, I'm, I'm sitting here, I can't move. Um, you know, you have some tools. You ask God for your tools, but you have some tools that you know prayer works, meditation work, uh, whatever works for you to get you through it. Um, seeing a psychiatrist, all that help, all of it is God. But constantly talking about it through other people and constantly down on it, you know, you do get pity. It's fine. You know, you need all the help that you can get from a situation that's really pressing. It depends on what it is. I'm just saying helpful tips and how to always know even in even in those situations, God is in it. God is in it. He will shed light on that. That impossible darkness that you feel like you can't lift yourself out of and then we guys we can go through some stuff in this lifetime you have three family members die around the same time all this my aunt my mother you know we we can go through a whole lot of stuff 
And it ain't easy, you know, just saying one, two, three. I'm just saying certain ways you can work yourself uh, in a better way. Not saying that it would be, um, you know, overnight stuff, but you steady working on yourself. You steady aware of your feelings. You're aware of what's going on in your body as well as out. But you're dealing with your mind and your body and your spirit. You're dealing with the divine Christ consciousness. You're dealing with that. And so you can deal with yourself because it always come down to this. Like I said, come down to this all the time. Us, the divine being, and that we're so multi-being and personality with it. We're this complex but simple too. And we need to know how to deal with life and how it comes. And need to know how our minds and how we deal with situations, how we react to things. We need to know ourselves, basically, um, divine listeners. We really need to learn ourselves. And, and you would think, okay, I know myself. I still don't. I'm still exploring all the possibility of this. This is, this is infant. This is God. And so you have to do the work to become the, the better person and to lift yourself out of the depression that you find yourself in. Or could help lift someone else out by being in the state that you are able to receive God's messages, God's words, or the feelings. And as you move your vibration up, as you continue to move it, it gets higher and higher and higher as you work on it. And you look up and you say, the, the situation behind you, you know, you say, wow, that was a year ago or whatever it was, boy, that was hard. You look back and you say, wow, I don't even know how I got through that. And a lot of this have already happened. This is not new. This have already happened in your life. And so you know that you can get through it. And you, you need to think back on a lot of things that you've gotten through in the past. But all I wanted to say is that I wanted to put light in the darkest places. And that's the depression. And I hope this was helpful to my divine listeners and that they could take something from this and know that the divine is always here in, in the depression, out of depression, and in all things you can call upon. And I wish and bid you all a good night and a blessed week and that none of you are depressed. But if you are, if you got something out of this, try those techniques and I'll go within. Through the divine, you all have a good night and God bless.